Welcome to the Brown Vegan Podcast, your source for starting a simple, delicious, and long-term vegan life. Subscribe to this podcast in iTunes for weekly tips and inspiring conversations with other vegans. Now, here's your host, Monique Koch. Hey, this is Monique, and welcome to the podcast. This is episode 28, and I'm really excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am back to give you some tips on how to plan your vegan meals in 30 minutes a week. Yes, the reason why is because I know from my own experience how overwhelming it can be when you're trying to plan your vegan meals for your family when it comes to dinner, and um, you're not really sure how to go about that and how to feel secure about that. So a while ago, someone said to me, they were like, well, if you want to go vegan, you can just do it. And yes, that is true. I think that's a big part of it, you know, making a decision to do this and feeling confident about that decision. But I think that sometimes you just need some steps on on how to actually make that happen for you so that you're not so overwhelmed, especially because dinner is the time of day when everyone gets together. And if there's any complaints about the food, you will hear it at dinner time. At least in my experience, it was like that. So I think this topic is very, very important. So yeah, let's go ahead and jump right into it. I'm going to give you five tips. I actually use these tips in a workshop that I taught about a month and a half ago, I guess. And um, the people who were in the workshop said it was very helpful. So I want to pass this on to you as well. The first tip is you want to think about what you're already eating and what's already on your plate for dinner. A lot of times when we make the decision to go vegan, we feel like it has to be completely different than how we're eating now. Now, granted, there you know there are a lot of changes. Of course, you know you're not going to be eating meat or um, eat having dairy and eggs and any animal byproducts. Of course, we know that, but it's not going to have to necessarily be completely different. Here's why: you want to replace some of the ingredients that you're already enjoying instead of feeling like you're deprived and you're not eating any of those things anymore. Um, It's a great way to, in my opinion, I think it's a great way to go vegan if you just think about some of the meals you're already eating and replacing those ingredients that aren't vegan with um, plant-based alternatives. Okay, so here's an example of what that looks like. For my family, we love spaghetti. (laughs) So I'm going to use that example. And I love spaghetti because it's inexpensive, it's filling, and I can make a lot of it for a couple of days. You know, I'm all about leftovers. Most of the spaghetti that's in the box in the grocery store, a lot of that is vegan. Of course, you can use your regular wheat spaghetti, quinoa spaghetti, rice spaghetti. Um, They even have like a corn pasta. And I actually just saw someone on, I think Instagram was showing how they have a black bean pasta now. So you can have, there's so many different varieties of pasta out there. So anywho, when it comes to spaghetti, (laughs) see how I get off track when I just start rambling. When it comes to spaghetti, you have your typical spaghetti noodles. One of the surprising things about spaghetti sauce is that a lot of it contains dairy. I did not even consider that until I became a vegan. I was just shocked at the amount of dairy that's in the spaghetti sauces. So you just have to check the ingredients to ensure that there's no, you know, um, dairy in them. And of course, you can always make your own spaghetti sauce if that's something that you typically do anyway. So you can do your spices like normal. You can do your garlic and your um, onion and whatever else you put in your spaghetti sauce. And then the last step of that when it comes to spaghetti is typically your ground beef. Instead of using ground beef, you can use ground crumbles. Um, There are several brands out there that have the crumbles in the store. You just have to check ingredients to ensure that there's no, you know, any animal byproducts in there. The brands I can think of off the top of my head that don't have any, um, that are naturally vegan 
are uh, the Gardein crumbles and also the Beyond Meat crumbles. So you can just use those crumbles in your meat sauce like your ground beef and just cook it up like normal and that is your spaghetti, just a vegan version of it. I love that because your family, and at least my family, when I did it the first time, they didn't even notice <laughs> that I wasn't using ground beef. And to me, that's the best way to transition to make it a nice gradual process and you don't have any complaints. So like I said, the first tip I want to give you is just to think about what you're already eating and how to veganize some of your favorite recipes. And like I said, the spaghetti is a perfect example of that. The next thing, the next tip I want to give you is to check with your family, see what they're interested in eating. I still do this. We've been on this journey since 2010. And when it comes to my meal planning, I love to ask my family what everyone wants to eat. Because in my experience, it's five of us. If I go around and I say, what do you want for dinner this week? And one person tells me I have my meal plans when it comes to dinner and sometimes lunches when I get my family's input. So even as you're transitioning, keep that same thought in mind. Say, for instance, I know it's kind of warm outside now, but say someone wants lasagna. So, okay, cool. We'll make lasagna. The great thing about lasagna is it'll usually last a couple of nights for you so you don't have to cook. (laughs) I'm always trying to figure out a way not to cook, right? And I'm sure you are too. We're busy. So with lasagna, you can make a a big lasagna, a big vegan lasagna, and then have that. And just figure out ways to make alternatives for yourself so that you don't have to worry about it as much. So yeah, that's the second tip I want to give you. It's just to get your family's input. Let them feel like they're a part of this process. Because I know from my experience that when you make your family feel like you're not forcing this on them and they have some input on this lifestyle, it makes a huge difference in whether or not they actually eat the food. And you know how it is. If somebody's pushing something on you all the time and making you feel like you have to do it, you don't want to do it, right? So at least that's how it is for my family. And I'm sure you can relate to this as well. So the third tip I want to give you is to commit to spending about 10 minutes a day on looking for dinner recipes. I know that a lot of us are busy. We have a lot going on with the family and activities and working and all of those things. I get that. But in my experience, it made so much of a difference when I spent 10 minutes at a time just gathering recipes. Um, You can commit to that. And how that looks is you can go to Pinterest, you can go to YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. I see recipes all over the place. If there's something that you have a taste for, go to Google and search, you know, maybe you want vegan hot dogs. How to make vegan hot dogs. Go to to Google and search how to make vegan hot dogs. You know what I mean? So just use all of the resources that are at the tip of your fingers to be able to come up with your meal plans. Also, I love to go to the library. I've browsed through so many books. I love looking at cookbooks. That's a great resource as well. Just go to cook to the library. Every time I say that, people are like, there's nobody at the library, but that's just not true at all because I always, the parking lot in my library is always full, so I don't believe that. But yes, go to the library. Take advantage of all of these free resources that are available to you and make it happen for you, you know? Look at it. It can be a slow process. You don't have to have all vegan dinners to get started. Do what works best for you. If that means that you're doing three to four vegan meals at night just to get started. So yeah, just spend about 10 minutes at a time on your meal planning and I know that it will get easier for you. You'll just be able to gather some recipes to test and just try to find things with like accessible ingredients for you so you don't feel overwhelmed. And like I said, consider some of the meals that you're already eating and go to Google and Google vegan versions of those, you know, and that'll help you replace those ingredients that aren't typically vegan, you know, like meat, of course, and eggs and dairy.
The next tip I want to give you is to keep a food journal. Even though I've been on this journey with my family for the last five years, I still keep a food journal. And basically what I do is I just take a record of recipes that everyone is enjoying and I save that on Evernote, which is a free software that you can get an account for. I also have a notebook that I use. So I just write all of that information on for the meals that we enjoy and I just put that into my rotation. It'll keep you it'll keep you motivated too. And it'll come in handy when you need get really busy and you need to kind of get some meals on the table. You can refer back to your journal so you'll know what your family is already enjoying and it'll make things easier for you. I had one of my clients do a, a food journal recently and she said it was just a lifesaver when things got really busy in her life to be able to refer back to that. So I can't stress enough how important it is to kind of keep a record of some of the meals that your family are enjoying so that you can refer back to that, like I said, when life gets busy, because it will, there's a guarantee. So just make sure you have a plan for that. Final tip I wanna give you for planning your dinners in 30 minutes or less is to have enough food for leftovers. This is gonna save you both time and money. When I was growing up, I could not stand leftovers. <laughs> and I understand why, now that I have my own family, why my parents did leftovers, of course, it's like a no-brainer, save time and money. And I'm sure that you use leftovers. If you're not already a vegan, I'm sure that you're eating leftovers now, so it won't be a complete difference, you know, a, cl a complete shift in what you're already doing. The difference now is that you'll be doing it for vegan meal planning. So you can do a big a pot of something Something. <laughs> I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Maybe a curry because I always like to eat curries with rice. You can make a big pot of that and have it for two days. You know, make a left enough food for leftovers. It just saves you so much time and money. If you always go into it where you're just planning a few dinners a week, it just makes the transition a lot, a lot easier. For instance, you know, we have seven days in a week. If you plan four to five dinners opposed to seven, it just makes a world of difference when it comes to you doing everything uh, with your meal planning and such. I like to do that with like soups and stews and things like that. Perfect meals to make leftovers for. So practice what you know, because I know that you already probably strive for leftovers now. So just continue that uh, pattern with your vegan lifestyle. So yeah, those are the five tips. And just to quickly recap, um, think about what you're already eating and how you can veganize some of those meals. Get some input from your family. Spend about 10 minutes at a time on meal planning when it comes to your dinners. Just gather those recipes up. Um, keep a food journal and make enough for leftovers. So yes, those are the tips that I have for you today. Just be gentle with yourself. I promise you this process will get so much easier. I never <laughs> thought that I would get to this point. But you have to just really be consistent and things will get so much better. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And I will talk to you very soon with another episode. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Brown Vegan Podcast. Visit brownveganpodcast.com to get the resources mentioned in this episode. While you're there, join the Brown Vegan VIP list for a weekly newsletter and free vegan classes.